the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Hey friends, this is Dr. Trudy, the host of The Christian View. Our topic today is on discerning the voice of God. Discerning the voice of God. With all the chaos and confusion going on in the world today, we need to be able to hear and discern the voice of God now more than ever. Stay tuned. You don't want to miss this great topic today as we talk about how you can discern the voice of God. With everyone in the world with their own view. Ever wonder if God has a view? And, and that's what the show's all about. What's God's view versus our view? Topics that affect our daily life. Empowering and inspiring. Oh, right. To develop a heart, a kingdom mindset, you know. <laughs> because God does have a view. Your host, Dr. Trudy Simmons. The Christian View. Welcome to The Christian View. What a great audience we have today. Thank you all for being here. And thank you for having us in your home or listening by radio or podcast. This is The Christian View. And we take today's hot, challenging, and sometimes not so popular topics. And we do weigh them against the Word of God because God does have a view. And he has a view for you. So thanks for tuning in today. Grab your coffee, your pen, your paper, your tea, and let's just dive into God's word. Um, but before we do, let me introduce those sitting around the table. I have the beautiful Trudy Davy Davis. Thank you for being here. Pastor Lee Adams, thank you for being here. And Pastor Lee just won an award, so we're very thankful for that award. And Amy Sutherland, thank you for being here. And the beautiful Erica Strong, thank you for being here. Eric and I go way back, so it's good to have you back again. Thank you for having yes. me. Yes. Um, Well, today we're going to talk about discerning the voice of God. You know, there is so much going on. There's so much vying for our attention. You know, we have we have everything right at our fingertips. But so often we miss hearing the voice of God. You know, in John 10, 27, it says, my sheep hear my voice and I know them and they follow me. So let's talk about how we in the busyness of our culture and what is going on in society, our feet hit the floor and we are just going. Lee, how do we? hear the voice of God, and in what ways are, is he speaking? Right. Well, first and foremost, I think for those that are non-believers, um, the initial way that I heard the voice mm-hmm. of God was through his word. Mm-hmm. Um, when I became acquainted with his word, that was when really I learned the voice. And then, you know, through the preacher or the person that the instrument that he uses to minister his word, that was where really I began to develop and really begin to get an understanding of how to apply that word to my heart. Mm -hmm. And then when we say hear a lot of times for me, hearing is him speaking in my heart and me really um, internalizing and processing what was spoken to me against the word of God, Mm -hmm. because God's not going to speak anything that's contrary to his word. So I think that once, you know, grasping that and getting that formula together, Mm -hmm. now when I hit the floor, I know the voice of God when he speaks to me. And like you said, a stranger, he would, I won't follow, you Mm -hmm. know, because I'll say, no, that's not God speaking to me. And even when sometimes when I know he's speaking to me, you know, I want him to say it again. (laughs) You really want me to do that, Lord? (laughs) Really? Come on. Wouldn't it be better if we did this? Yes. You know, but I think it's it's practicing the presence of of just learning, you know, practicing. Okay. 
I can hear God's voice. I truly can because yeah. the enemy is going to want you to think you can't hear God's voice. Right. You know, he's going to want to taunt you with, with thoughts and, and, um, ideas that are really not from God, yes. but will feel real. Right. You know, in the morning, I just now, the minute my eyes open, I just start saying the name of Jesus. Yeah. Cause mm-hmm. I don't want any other thought, yes. so but that, yes. and I know that Jesus, not only can we speak him, but then he's in me to help me yes. get out of bed for one thing mm-hmm. at right. five o'clock in the morning. And just, I just keep saying Jesus pretty much. So yeah. I'm like conscious. Yes. Yes. There's that song. Mm-hmm. That says, I just want to speak the name of Jesus. Yes. I just yes, want to speak the name of Jesus. And yeah. I think that when we do, it just kind of calms the atmosphere. You know, it kind of, okay, let's, let's focus on what God is saying to me this morning Mm -hmm. because if we can start our mornings off that way then we can finish our evenings off that way yeah Yeah. Yeah. i think sometimes too is when you practice the presence like you're saying you get familiar with his voice and being that sheep that is knows and is familiar with the voice you see that he speaks through the holy spirit he speaks through dreams he speaks through visions he speaks through other people sometimes you'll be in a movie theater Mm -hmm. and you know that the voice of the lord is speaking to you and he's getting your attention right and so he can move and operate way beyond our boundary lines, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah, right. And we tend to put him in a little box. Okay, God's going to speak X, Y, and Z. um, And he's going to speak when I'm ready. But he's always speaking. He's always, and his word is his first written language to us. It's a written love language Mm -hmm. to us to be able to to know from Genesis to Revelations that he is speaking. And he has a thought and he has a view on every topic that we may be struggling with. Mm -hmm. I totally agree when you said practicing the the presence. Mm-hmm. I remember my own story, um, just being obedient and practicing God's presence. And in my whole little Zen world, um, I was dealing with something that was really tough. Right. And my response to it wasn't good. It wasn't a nice response. Mm-hmm. And I heard God say, I am your Avenger. I am the one that that loves you. I am, right. you know, it's like, I, and I heard it. And the crazy thing was it wasn't this audible voice that came from out of the sky. Yes. It was that voice inside of me yes. knowing that that wasn't what I was thinking. Mm-hmm. I wanted to like, you know, mm-hmm. respond. Right. Right. But God was like, no, mm-hmm. I am your Avenger. I love them. And I, I love you. And I love them too. Right. And so that was what made me wake up to like, I can hear God's voice. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't like what he was saying at the time. Cause I wanted to do what I wanted to do. Right. But right. then I knew that was his voice. I knew I wasn't thinking that, that, that wasn't my thought. Right. So I knew that that was God's voice that was telling me, just listen. Mm-hmm. And I was so glad that I was obedient because it turned out so beautifully. Right, right. Yeah. And he does say obedience is better than sacrifice. Yes. And so when we yes. obey, you know, he's, he's going to pave the way. Absolutely. He is going to pave the way. And similarly, I had an experience much like yours as well. I was going through a situation and I was trying to get an answer. Mm. And so many different people were giving me their answers. And so, but it mm. never was setting right yeah. in my spirit. And people were like, why are you waiting? Why are you waiting? And I just wasn't clear. But that morning when I woke up, I remember mm-hmm. my eyes came open, like you said, and God spoke clearly. Like, this is a day right. I called into work. I didn't go to work. I took, took had to go take care of it. And it proved itself because if I had awaited another day, things wouldn't have turned right. out so well for me. Mm. But if you know the voice of God, you'll know when he speaks. And I like that saying, it says, go to the throne, not the phone. Because yes. so often we're so, we want everybody else's opinions. Right. Everyone, yes. And we truly only need yes. what God mm-hmm. says. In God. I mean, it's great to get, a, it's great to get, you know, people to pray with you and believe with you, but let's, do it, let's see what God says first. Yes. Stay with us. We'll be right back on how you can discern the voice of God in your life. Don't go away. Welcome back to the 
Christian V. We're talking today about discerning the voice of God. You know, God is talking. He is talking nonstop. The question is, are we listening? Or is there anything in us that is hindering us from hearing the voice of God? You know, God wants that relationship with us. And oftentimes, we treat that relationship as one-sided. We want to do all the talking. We want to do all the taking. But we don't want to do the giving, and we don't want to do the listening. But it's kind of like a relationship. When you first start with that relationship, it's always give and take. Mm -hmm. You start, you listen, you give, you take, and then eventually you kind of become best friends and you know what the other person's going to say before they say it and you know what the other person needs before they ask for it. It's building that intimacy, which is what God wants. But so often, Amy, people say, I just can't hear the voice of God. Mm -hmm. So let's talk about why that is. Sure, absolutely. Um, You know, there's several things I think that there's one thing that the Lord really wanted to pinpoint. But first, I think that impatience, not waiting upon the Lord, you know, Mm -hmm. is a big one. Um, But sin separates us from God. All the noise, all the voices, all the distractions, lack of obedience, lack of fellowship with the Lord. And sometimes, I don't think it's often, but like warfare, times of testing, but, you know, just um, we don't recognize his voice. That will hinder us, you know, so we've got to be knowers of his voice. But let's say we do know the voice of God and we're having our time. I felt like the Lord really highlighted to me was in patience, Mm -hmm. that we must be a people that really linger and wait upon him. Um, He gave me the verse in Exodus 24, 16, when Moses, he went up to the mountain, the cloud covered it, the glory settled on Mount Sinai for six Six days, the cloud covered the mountain, and on the seventh day, he called to Moses. Right. Mm-hmm. So then, after that, Moses went up up there. Then the Israelites, they what they saw, it looked like, you know, a, a mountain of smoldering fire, mm-hmm. and it scared them. But to Moses, he he went up. He obeyed the voice of the Lord, and then he stayed on the mountain for forty days and forty nights. So what does that say? He waited. He listened, he went up, he obeyed, and then he waited upon the Lord. He saw his glory, he experienced the glory of God. Mm And not only that, he came down with the two tablets with the law, you know, that was that new covenant that he was bringing the Israelites into. And so Mm -hmm. I just thought that was such a beautiful picture of the time that we need to take to wait upon the Lord. You know, and unlike Elijah, uh, quickly, he's not always going to be in the wind. He's not always going to be the earthquake. He's not always going to be in the fire, but he's going to be in that still small voice sometimes. So we have to learn to discern where he's at and how he's moving. Right. I think that's so good because we don't wait. We're not a very patient. We have everything, like I said, on our on our phones. We have everything right there. And if Amazon doesn't show up, you know, in 24 hours, we're like, well, what has happened? And, uh-huh. and you know, the Lord does want us to. It says, though he, though he tarry, we need to wait. Yeah. We need we we do need to practice patience, practice sitting in his presence. You know, have you ever just turned on the music at home, just turned on worship music and just sat there just waiting for the Lord just to kind of consume the atmosphere? I mean, it, it is a beautiful thing yeah. when we wait. And when we don't wait... It causes a whole lot of problems. That's true. I think we also get prevented from hearing God a lot, too, because we get lazy and we get idle. Mm -hmm. And many times, you know, we're not really functioning in our prayer life like we should. Mm -hmm. And I know even, you know, in my own life, you know, when I was much younger and, you know, I depended on my pastor or someone else to give me the word. So many, many times I didn't study like I should. You Mm -hmm. know, I was just kind of being lazy and just like you're still a baby. Yeah, right. Someone to feed you. Right. Yourself. Yes. Yeah. So mm-hmm. until, you know, I began to really develop in that area, I was willing here. I really wasn't hearing God like mm-hmm. I should or could. Right. And not understanding. OK, well, he's hearing him. Well, I'm spending more time with him. Than right. Me. right. <laughs> it's so true. Point. Like, I love that you just said that, because mm-hmm. that that is where I think I found 
to hear God's voice yes. because I questioned like the pastor hears it, the teachers mm-hmm. and the yes. prophets mm-hmm. like what about me? Right. And I was really like pulled on God about that. Mm-hmm. Like if everybody else can hear it, what about me? Right. right. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to hear his voice and when he started speaking to me and I heard his voice in my own voice, that yes. freaked me out. Mm-hmm. Yes. Wow. It, yeah. it freaked me out because I'm like, okay, I, I think I know this is God, but why is it? Why does it sound like my voice? Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. Because God is inside of me. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like God lives inside of me, and that was where I started doing that pulling. Like, yes. why does everybody else have your voice and not me? And you know, to that point, you know it's not God if there's condemnation, shame, yes. guilt, and yes. fear. And yes. so yes. you can kind That's of so de- de- you know decipher that way if, if it's coming. Yeah. Shame, guilt, and fear. Because we hear three voices. We can hear the enemies, we hear ours, and we hear the Holy Spirit. And so we've got to learn. Yes. And I think that I come from a very conservative, denominational background. And so when I started hanging around you people, (laughs) y'all are like, and God told me, and God told me. I really did think about that so much. Like, now, what do they mean by that? Now, granted, I know God speaks from his word, but... I've never been necessarily so bold to say, and God told me that yeah. such and mm-hmm. such, but I'm here to tell you, if you come from those conservative backgrounds, that it really is scriptural, yes, it is. and God really does tell you, you just may not have had the freedom to verbalize right. it like yes. that, mm-hmm. and so when people say God told me, also, I don't think we should judge them as like, oh boy. Right. No. A lot of times, it's not going to make sense. I remember we were living in London, and we always went to this restaurant to meet friends, and we went this certain way, and... And we were walking this way one day, and I just felt in my spirit the Holy Spirit say, don't go that way today. And so I told Brian, I'm like, we don't need to, and Brian's like, it's going to take us an extra 20 minutes to go the other way. But sure enough, if we had gone that way, we would have been stuck in a slew of bar nail bombs, Mm. and we would have been pretty much hurt. And so it's a lot of times what God's saying may not make sense, but once we listen and obey first, mm-hmm. then it starts to make more sense. Absolutely. And anybody that knows me knows I just got this little dog. I've had him over a year and I just love him so much. And the other day I was holding him mm-hmm. and I felt God say in my spirit for us conservative people, um, I felt God say, you know, pray for him. Right. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know, and I love him. And so I did. And truly about three hours later, my husband, I was inside on the phone. My husband was downstairs and he went outside, which is fine. We have a fence mm-hmm. in the backyard, but we have a pool and he's not a swimming dog. Wow. He fell oh, in the pool. Wow. Neither one of us knew that right. he had fallen in the pool. The likelihood that he could have drowned was yeah. was, mo- it was yes. more likely that he could have drowned than get out. Right. But somehow he came running up and he was all wet and we realized it and he was saved. And I oh, know wow. it was because yeah. God told me to pray right. for him. Because wow. yeah. yeah. I would have been. Yeah, oh, yes. I know. I'd still I know. be upset. Yeah. God is so good and he is still speaking. Stay with us. We'll be right back on how you can still discern the voice of God here on the Christian View. Welcome back to the Christian View. We were talking about discerning the voice of God. We talked a little bit about how God speaks today. And then we talked a little bit in the uh, second segment on what hinders us from hearing God's voice. You know, we we say that God is always speaking. He longs to commune with us. You know, he longs to walk with us and talk with us. Um, But we have to do our part, Erica. We have to develop that heart that really wants to hear God. We have to develop the heart that quiets ourselves, as we said earlier, and, and wait for him to come. So how do we do that? How does one kind of developed, develop a heart for hearing God? You know, Trudy, I heard you say once that, you know, we can either have this vertical relationship or this horizontal relationship, right? right? And this vertical relationship means that we are one with, you know, our father. Mm-hmm. I was reading in Luke 17 and 21 and the Pharisees, well, 17 and 20 first, the Pharisees asked God or asked Jesus, um, 
So when do we know when the kingdom of God is going to come? Jesus answered back and said, the kingdom of God is within. Yes. And when we understand who we are and what we have inside of us, our heart is pure for hearing the voice of God. Right. So it really is just understanding that the kingdom of God is not out there somewhere. Mm-hmm. It's right here. Yes. And embracing that and standing in that truth like I know mm-hmm. that God loves me. I know that he hears me and I know that everything that is my desire is, is his desire. Right. And he's going to he's going to listen. And he's going to hear. Yes. Like, <laughs> that's really what it is for me. It's just understanding that connection mm-hmm. with God as he I am one with God and he's inside of me. I think that's good. And and to know that you're worthy to hear his voice, that he calls you right. You're the righteousness of Christ and you're fearfully and wonderfully made. And so, you know, the enemy may say, you can't hear God's voice. You're not worthy enough. Remember what you've done. Mm -hmm. But God says, forget the former things. Look what I'm doing. He's he's washed us clean. And so to know that you can come before the throne Mm -hmm. pure in his eyes Mm -hmm. so that you can hear Mm -hmm. from him. So it's just, I think, renewing our mind. Right. And just knowing who we truly are in Christ. Mm -hmm. And I like this acronym that I learned a long time ago. And have you ever heard of a BOSC pair? B-O-S-C? I didn't know they were, Mm -hmm. but it's a thing. And so the B stands for the Bible, which is God's word. Mm -hmm. And then the O stands for others, but Christian counsel of others. Mm -hmm. The S is spiritual. What's in your gut? What is your gut telling you? Sort of like the story you referenced Mm -hmm. earlier. And the C is the circumstances that God will open the door and lead the way once you line up those specific situations in your Christian life. And that's how you, it's another great, very tangible way you can discern the voice of God because he will tell you, but you've got to stick with sort of like a formula that gets you to where you want to go and not just be sort of, well, okay, I think we have to be intentional, right? We have to be intentional. We can't just kind of Miranda through life. Mm -hmm. We've got to have, we have to be intentional. You know, it's that relationship's not going to happen if just like any relationship's not going to happen unless we are intentional with spending that time and sharpening our listening skills. And because, you know, they say that, that God gave us two ears and Mm -hmm. one mouth, but so often we're always the one and God's like, wait a minute, I have so much to share with you, so much Mm -hmm. to tell you. Just sit and listen. Yeah. Yeah. I think we need to be abiding in the vine, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, you know, apart from him, we can do nothing. So to have the, the, to hear his voice and to have the fullness of that, we have to stay in him, remain in him so that we can bear fruit, Mm -hmm. you know, but within that, within abiding in the vine, we're pruned. Mm -hmm. So it's yielding to process, yielding to the refiner's fire, Mm -hmm. yielding to the pruning, you know, that Mm -hmm. it takes to grow and mature. Right. Right. I think also, you know, for me, for my journey to really getting to the place of wanting myself personally to hear God's mm-hmm. heart, it was intentional yeah. right. because, you know, although I was saved, you know, and um, that was fine, but there were certain things that in my life, you know, I, I'm at a point now where I can say it and not feel like, you know, I was doing something bad. I think it was just more of a maturity mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. There were certain things that I just didn't kind of want God to say to me. Let's be real. So, what do you do with that then? Let's right. talk about that for a minute. When, okay, God's saying... You really want to marry someone that's right. not who it says marry because I was engaged three times and right. all three times God's like, That's not for you, that's not for he's not yeah. for you and I'm like, Come on, I'm getting older. Yeah. So like yeah. what do we do? 
Well, I think, you know, that we're, if we're really going to be his child, then we have to be obedient. Right. Because after a while, conviction will kick in and it takes us to a place of saying, okay, I really need to just buckle down and right. listen to what God is saying, you know. And then he'll sometimes, you know, for us that are a little bit disobedient for longer, he'll have others come and share <laughs> yeah. with us and speak right. to us yeah. and help get us back on the right track. And I can add to that if I can. Yeah. Like when I was talking earlier about me having that situation that I didn't know, I did not mm-hmm. want to hear what God was saying. Right. Yes. There was an article written in a magazine that I needed to respond to. Right. But it was like me defending myself. Right. And as I was about to press sin, God was like, no. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what? No. <laughs> Why can't I do this? Right. And then and, and, and he said, I love them too. And I thought right. like, whoa. Yes. And, like, you know? and he does. And yes. he does. And back to those three engagements. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we just go back to that real quick. But it was God's goodness in my yes. life to yes. not have mar- gone down, walked yes. down the aisle yes. with those three. Yeah. If, you know, if I had done that, I don't know where I would be today, but it yeah. surely was not God's best for me. Even though he loved those three as yes. well, mm-hmm. it was not God's best mm-hmm. for me. And yeah. so learning to say, Okay, God, I trust you enough to even though, I mean, one of my engagements wedding was, we, we can't, I canceled it like three weeks before. Like, oh I just yes. knew that if I walked down the aisle, that it was not a good yeah. thing. And so it's learning to listen yeah. and obey quicker. Mm-hmm. You know yeah. what I mean? But yes. And I had the opposite experience. Mm-hmm. I heard, but I just was like, I can't, people pleasing. I was right. like, I cannot, this worst is too far in, like right. day of. Yeah. 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 But really, it's exactly what I should have yeah. done. Right. And I think, too, as times increase and, um, you know, not as a warning, but just to heed, like, wise counsel. As, yeah. as darkness does increase, mm-hmm. we have to be people who know the voice of the Lord right. and treasure it, mm-hmm. you know, because it is going to increase. And to know his voice and treasure it above all else right. because talking about the waiting upon him will renew our our strength like eagles wings will yes. rise up above the storm like eagles do mm-hmm. so when we know the voice mm-hmm. we can arise above the noise the storm the disobedience all those things right. and really see in the distance have what? the foresight of right. like an eagle would and i think as trudy was saying both trees were saying also too when you're wrestling with it a lot of times you know it's it's okay to know that you may not be comfortable in trying to hear God, you know, um, and for me, I get comfort in a lot of times in the scripture where Jesus was in the garden of Gethsemane. He knew what God was saying to right. him, mm. but yet he was praying against what right. he knew the will of God yeah. was. But after a while, just like we have to do sometimes, mm-hmm. he just said, nevertheless, not my will, <laughs> but thine right. will and be done. your ways are higher yes. than our ways. Right. Yeah. And um, Tozer said this, and I think this goes with what everyone has said. Could there be anything more important than sitting before God in silence every day? asking him what do you have for me today should I go to the right or should I go to the left what's the best thing for my family what's the best thing for my children because he wants the best for each and every one of us we just gotta sit back wait and obey we have two ears we need to use those two ears (laughs) to listen we'll be right back with more on the Christian view don't go away View. Um, thanks for tuning in today. We've been talking today about discerning the voice of God. God is talking and he wants that relationship with you. So turn down the, new, the news, turn down the noise and turn up what God is saying because he has great things to say for you because he is for you and he is not against you. Thanks for tuning in today to the Christian View. Check us out on YouTube and Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. We'll see you real soon. Bye bye. 
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.